Welcome to the Art of Alchemy podcast with me, Natasha de Grunwald. In this podcast, we will be looking at all of the gifts that life brings you and how a shift in perspective, even if it's just 1%, can create an absolutely different experience of your life. We will be looking at inner leadership and how you can always open up to the river of wisdom and inspiration that life brings. Hello, lovely one. It's Natasha here with the Art of Alchemy podcast, and I'm going to make this a short and snappy episode, which always cracks me up when I say that because they're never that short, are they? (laughs) Let's face it. But I'm going to do my best. This week, I just want to talk to you about why you need to slow down. And I'm really talking to myself here because I just got so exhausted with all of the family stuff that's been going on, with how busy I've been for a really long time with work, building my business and being so connected to my dream and my vision and how I want to serve the world and create some magical things in this world and and that being so important to me. And there's nothing like a death in the family to just bring it back to what is important. What do I want to leave? You know, it's just so important to me that I leave something lasting, some good, something good and lasting in this world. And, you know, the flip side of all of that, life being so busy, my daughter getting ready for uni, my business taking off, doing all of the different things that I have to do, plus making joy and fun and pleasure and adventure a big priority. It's like life just gets so, so busy. And I realized just how exhausted I was and and I think it just got to a point where I just had to slow down. I think it started when I was at my personal trainers, actually, just after my sister-in-law's funeral. And I was so, so exhausted. And I was doing a workout and I was lying on the floor and my personal tra- trainer was holding on to my feet and I was doing some kind of, I don't know, hamstring curl or something like that. And, and I just found myself with my arms covering my face and I just sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And my lovely personal trainer gave me a gorgeous hug and stroked my hair and reassured me. And it was just so, so lovely. And then he said to me, you just need to stop. You're so busy being passionate about what you do. You're so busy helping other people and looking after other people and always doing what you can to help others. And, (laughs) you know, that old rescuer story (laughs) that you just need to stop. You just need to slow down. And he said to me, I know, you know, I really think you just need to just stop. And so we had a whole conversation about how hard that is And I know, you know, I'm all too aware of Gabor Mate and his brilliant work about trauma and rescuers and all of us in the healing space. And there's so, so many layers to that. But 
my personal training was right. And I also realized I just don't really know how to fully relax and stop. So there was the challenge for me. And I am all too aware that that is not healthy and that I have to look after myself. Like if I actually want to do the things that I want to do in this life and be there for a long time for my daughter and, you know, have a full long life, because you can have a full life, a short full life, but I mean a long life, then I need to learn how to slow down a little bit. So this weekend I did that. I rested, which kind of looked like lounging around. I did breath work. I walked in nature slowly, not my usual kind of pace that is verging on, you know, exercise, I don't know, to keep fit, some funny little um, mindset stuff going on there, I know. But just a slow walk through the woods, contemplating and stopping, resting, like stopping and sitting down, lying down on a tree log for a while and just looking up at the sky and listening to the birds and just really consciously choosing to be slow. It also looked like getting very um, connected to my breath, like in my, in whatever I was doing through the day, like connecting into my breath, like what's my breath doing? Because that is such a guide tells you so much about what else is going on for you, for me. Um, I went dancing because that is just like, just gives me so much joy um, moving my body and expressing myself in that free and liberating way whilst listening to incredible music. I even ate slowly, like really savouring my food and being present when I was eating, not trying to multitask. The same when I was cooking, I went to bed early, I rested. I mean, it was so, so good. And I really think that in that stillness that I created, I I've definitely can feel in myself that I have, I've got a different energy. I feel so much calmer and I just feel so much more connected. And I realize what happens when we get really busy and everything gets really fast and we don't give ourselves stillness and space is it, well, for me, I can only speak for me, but my experience and also the experience that I observe in those of my clients and my students is that it takes us into our head. When we're not able to be still, we go into our head and then it's all about the hows and the do's. It's not about being anymore. So how often are you being still How often are you slowing everything down so that every single thing you do becomes a practice, a mindful practice, an aware practice? 
How often are you choosing that even if it feels like you've got a billion and one things to do? I mean, we've always all got a billion and one things to do. And actually, my experience is when I get slow, when I get still, when I stop, I get so much more done. I really do. Have any of you ever seen slow TV? Because many years ago, it was Christmas and there, I can't remember the name of this brilliant film, but there was this brilliant, brilliant film. It was a Christmas film and my sister played it and she said, oh, we have to watch this. It's it's a very slow film. And I sat there and it was basically, I was watching um, some people in, some indigenous people in Iceland. No, not Iceland. Hmm, Norway. <laughs> no, I was watching a film and in this film, all there was to see was this incredibly snowy landscape with two people walking, walking their reindeer through the snow. That was it. That was all that happened for two and a half hours. Now I'm not going to do a spoiler alert. Something else did happen at the end, which is so worth watching. At the, at the beginning, I remember just thinking, oh, what the hell is this? This is so boring. And my sister just said, keep going. Just keep watching it. Honestly, it's brilliant. She was just so into it. So I just settled in, got comfy on the sofa. Back then I drank wine. I think I was drinking wine. It was pretty cosy and I was watching this film and it was so slow and not a lot happened and I felt my system relax and it ended up being one of my all-time favourite films and what was so beautiful was how slow it was and that was really, really telling me something. You know, it's so interesting how we can really resist the medicine of what we need so often when we find ourselves resisting the thing, resisting meditating, resisting going to the gym, resisting the long walk, I don't know, the healthy eating, whatever it might be, resisting the, I don't know, whatever you might be resisting, you you must know what you resist. Sometimes that is going to be our medicine. And I know for me, I've resisted this slowness so much. I, I remember over the years saying how much I hated walking meditations because they were so slow and I couldn't see the point of them. And these days, one of my five rhythms teachers, she gets us to walk slowly around the room and really feel our feet on the ground. And I would have hated that a few years ago, but these days, that slowing down and really connecting with the earth with my feet in a really conscious way is so good for me. It's so good and grounding for my nervous system. So if you are rushing around, if you're very up in your head, if you find it hard to relax and stop and slow down, I really, really recommend that you bring this into your life as a practice. If 
you haven't tried breath work yet, if you don't know much about the felt sense, or if you want to get more acquainted with your felt sense and your nervous system and, and making sure that you have a healthy nervous system, a regulated nervous system, if you want to help your clients with their breath, with their felt sense, regulating their nervous system in ways that don't necessarily involve touch, but might, then perhaps you might be interested in the toxic release method, in which case do get in touch with me, natasha.degrunvold on Instagram. I always love it when people come and say hi over there. However, whether you want to train with me or whether you just want to slow down, because as I'm talking about it, you're either resisting it and thinking, oh my God, what a load of bollocks, I'm not going to slow down. Or you're thinking, oh, actually, I think I need some of that. Then all you need to do is choose it. Choose to make it a practice. Choose to bring it into your conscious awareness more often so that you can really benefit from the practice of being slow, finding stillness, because in that stillness, in that slowness is space. And when we have space, we're in the realms of possibility and potential. Hmm. Okay. Let's take a breath. I hope you found this a helpful episode. I'm sending you so much love. Look after yourselves and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.